1: Do triple eight seven two seven back to eight 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 seven two seven B B C K. Yeah, it's freaking I, a place. I,
2: I guess but this guy, this country—it's hey, unbelievable. It's, it is unbelievable. As Pat was just
1: saying in the in the break, are we just waking up to these things? Has, I, has the media just opened their eyes from a long winter's nap that lasted I don't know a year and a half? Oh, we've been telling you the whole time, Donald Trump. Has changed his position on every single issue. Wall Street Journal. What a stunning surprise! Uh, Donald Trump said Hillary Clinton would make a good president in 2008. (laughs) Yep. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I love
2: this. This is uh, from his. uh, (sighs) Where was his radio feature? By the way, uh, that ran on Premier Radio Networks, Uh, the, the place that syndicates us. I mean, a lot of our stations ran. This yeah. particular radio. I, run, I it. ran it
1: for a short time in Houston. In Houston as well.
2: I know uh, WFLA did, did too as well.
1: I it mean, I begged well, them that to get forced. rid of it. It those, was so those, bad. Yeah, those were forced. That was uh, a forced... Uh, yeah, it, it was a forced deal. Uh, um, uh, what was it? It was a three-minute segment. Or yeah, something. one of those like like the run- Rush Limbaugh minute, which yeah. a lot of stations love running. We ran uh, it at about I think five fifty-five in the morning.
2: Yeah, and it was uh, we had the money yes. song behind it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Every time. So anyway, we played one of them I think because yeah, we did. Uh, a while ago, and I will say this to you now: I did everything I could to try to locate. Uh, the rest of these. Because I bet there are a oh, lot of of things, things he said yeah. through there. Can't I can mean, imagine it. Because, you know, you have to put it in, it was, it was him at, in his entertainment mode, too. So, I mean, yeah. he wasn't always talking about politics. But he was talking about marriage. He was talking yeah, about everything. Yeah, that's everybody. the one we
0: right? Yeah. He said he was going to get divorced to uh, Melania <laughs> yeah. when they just got married. Yeah, the prenup is the best. Yeah, Everybody's going to get a divorce.
2: And, and so he was in that character. So there was probably a lot of funny stuff. However, I could not get a hold of them. Um, however, The Wall Street Journal has. And, and you've you got to believe the Democratic Party has them, if they're at all competent, um, they have Mm -hmm. paid... Because, you know, I'm not going to go out and pay $100,000 that I don't have uh, to uh, freaking, you know, somebody who's got... I'm sure if you Mm -hmm. wanted to make a big enough deal about it and spend enough money, you could get these things. They do exist somewhere. I I worked inside the company, um, and, you know, like, it's not... I didn't even ask inside the company because, um, you know, there is a a level of... um, I don't think it would be the the right thing for them to do. I didn't want to put them in a tough position and be like, hey, is there access to these things anywhere? Because I'm looking for them to to take Trump down, essentially, because I did not like mm. Trump and wanted any number, you know, any other uh, 10, probably other candidates. Has that changed? Uh, it's not um however uh you know they employed him uh they were in a business deal with the company i, I didn't right. think it would be right to go to them and even ask uh however i did look all over the internet for them i looked uh you know i looked all over um and could not find them there's not like an archive of them yeah i don't uh, have any BuzzFeed, recordings of them buzzfeed all. actually was trying to do the same thing and they came up with the old web pages for them without the audio so there were some like write-ups oh. about what he said, really, um, but but not necessarily the actual audio. Well, uh-huh. Wall Street Journal came up with this one, which in which he says not only that he that uh, Hillary Clinton would be a good uh, president, but also she'd be a great vice president <clears throat> um, if someone wanted to name her as a <clears throat> vice president because he knows her so well. That's that was his reasoning. Uh-huh. Um, it was about uh-huh. a minute or so from uh, from Trump plus a commercial is the way those things work. Uh, would make a good president, uh, said, pairing her with Barack Obama, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, he said, would be
1: a dream ticket. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, how old were you in 2008? (laughs) I wasn't even born yet. I I don't think I was a glimmer in my parents' eye. In what year? Uh, 2008, 2008, which was, wow. you know, a full 230 years ago. Well, it was a full one presidency or, ago. R- right. Yeah. Which, um... Eight years ago. It was eight stinking years ago. The man he is running But we're supposed to, to trust everything yeah. he says now. Oh, of course. Right? Of course, of course we are. You can trust everything. He's a total conservative. Oh, he's way better than Hillary. He's Think about this. Could, could there be anything
2: not. better for Democrats? No. Their opponent couldn't. is couldn't. saying, the Democrat
1: who the president is replacing, and the Democrat that is running now would be a dream ticket Let together. Let me ask you something. When they get their hands on, and you know they have it, w- would that not make a tremendous campaign commercial? Oh, yeah. But it, the audio, Donald Trump on Hillary Clinton. Just so you know, I heard the audio and on the Today Show today. So it does oh, definitely exist. Oh, well, my gosh. They've got to have. If they don't have it. Well, you know what? We have it right now. They're they're the most incompetent fools in the world now, and this you isn't know they're not. and this is not the dream that, ticket part i don't think if it's the same up for the, the show it's the other part but let's, let's listen to some of the audio yeah. we'll find out soon what it
3: is oh, God.
0: Body, body,
3: body, body. With oh, yes. a Democratic presidential nomination far from decided. The candidates were jockeying a little bit recently talking about a dream ticket. Hillary Clinton said she'd consider naming Barack Obama as her vice president when she gets the nomination, but she's nowhere near a shoe in For his part, Obama said he's just focused on winning the nomination, although at least one member of his team said Clinton would make a good vice president. Well, I know her, and she'd make a good president or a good vice president. Oh. It's interesting to see what the candidates are doing. They're playing the same kind of power games that you see in any business environment. It'll be interesting to see, however, if it works in the political arena. A lot of people think a Clinton-Obama or Obama-Clinton pairing would be a dream ticket in November. But for that to happen, one of them has to be willing to serve as number two. Until that time, it's going to be very interesting. I'm Donald Trump, and that's the real deal. To To give
2: him a little bit of a break there, I mean, the way the article is written, up was as if he was yeah, saying he was it saying. was a dream ticket. He In said reality, a lot of
1: people believe yeah, it would
2: He's be. discussing it as the concept of a dream ticket, but he's not actually saying Obama is. He, say, he is saying it He about did plans. say, he, yeah, he did. He straight out said yeah. she'd be a good president because, yeah. and because she would make a know, good president. It's one of those things, it's because of his personal knowledge. Right. He has actually interacted with her personally and thinks she would be a great mm-hmm. president or a vice president. I mean, that is pretty. I mean, he's trying to use, as he does all the time, as he does with every issue. Believe me, yep. I have mm-hmm. knowledge you don't have. I will do this. Understand me. Don't worry about what you think about Hillary Clinton. Believe me, because I have special knowledge. Hillary Clinton will be a great president. That, and now that's what he's done with every issue with Republicans, mm-hmm. and somehow people have fallen for it. But, Stu,
1: we're the traitors here because we, we don't support the guy. The guy who thinks Hillary Clinton would be a good president. That guy, yeah. Yeah, but we're, we're the traitors. We're the traitors. We've, we've sold out mm. we've sold out because we don't believe the guy who said hillary clinton would make a good president would make a good president uh, so you know do the math on that i'm not i'm not sure how that works but believe me it's been a frustrating year because of it it's <laughs> it's been an unbelievably frustrating year as we've tried to get through this through people's heads and when this appears on Hillary Clinton campaign commercials, on every radio station or every television station across the country, and this guy gets pummeled by 10 or 15 points, uh, I, you tell me we're, then we're traitors. I love this. Um, it, it, it's amazing.
2: I mean, because wow. the traitors is the word particularly used by uh, Sarah Palin, who um, she might remember, uh, while she was running for vice president, this guy was praising her opponent. Right. So, but but again, I want to make sure we understand we're the, we're traders. the traders, we're, we're the, the traders. sellouts,
1: we're the neocons huh. or whatever. I, uh, it's in, inconceivable. Crap. It really is. Um, uh, any, uh,
2: what do you think on the uh, on the vice president? Trump came out today and said, uh, "I've got five people who now they've been saying the short list is four of um, Christie, Gingrich, mm. Mm. Uh, Flynn, the general we talked about yesterday, um, and Pence." The fifth one, he says he has five today, which uh, the fifth one is believed to be maybe Jeff Sessions, who I don't think is actually going to be the guy. Um, Although he's been the only, I mean, he's one of the, he was a a pretty early loyalist, so, I mean, it would make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, He also says he has two Mm -hmm. people that no one knows about. So he's got a list of seven. Mm -hmm. Five of them people kind of seem to know about. Two of them nobody knows about. I'm going to make the decision by the end of this week. Is he? That's what he says. Now, there's no reason to trust that because he might not make it till 2065 uh, because just because he says he's going to do it this week. Who knows? But I think you would think he'd have to at least have it done by the convention. You would think so. I mean, he initially said he was going to release it during the convention. Now he's saying before the convention.
1: I really don't care because it doesn't matter. I don't care either. Just uh, I
2: only care about from the perspective of uh, general political interest. But like I'm not going to change my vote in any way.
1: I, you know... Cannot cannot do it. I thought Gingrich, but... Judging by the the uh, percentages that were given by, was it Politico th- or Harvard or uh, somebody? Per,
2: this is Predictwise, which is a uh, site that uh, you know does the percentage
1: odds uh, as it goes with betting markets and they actually like that. thought the favorite was Mike Pence, right? Forty-four yep, um, percent. They've
2: got Mike Pence forty now forty-six percent as of this moment. No,
1: oh, it went up two percent um, yeah. since we were on the radio. Newt Gingrich twenty-one percent, Chris Christie twelve
2: percent, Michael Flynn nine percent, Jeff Sessions eight percent. So those are the people mm. believed to be the top. Five, then they have a bunch of ridiculous long shots. John Kasich, obviously not going to be. I mean, no, I don't think five percent. Ted Cruz, two percent. If you were worried about that, Marsha Blackburn, which is interesting to me, just from the idea that SC Cup is the only person I've seen actually advocate for her, and, and I actually like her generally speaking as a politician. I, we've we've said good things about her before. I, I don't know how she feels about Trump, though. John Thune, 1%. Marsha Blackburn, 1%. Susanna Martinez, 1%. Which is John
1: great. Thune has the body of a Greek god, too. So, uh, he actually uh, showed up naked in the Senate bathhouse a few times. And I uh, We made mad passionate love for hours.
2: Really? John oh. Arlen Specter, not on the list, by the way. Uh, no, I
1: think he's been dead too long. I think that's Trump's biggest problem with him. Uh, I think if he hadn't been dead for, you know, like four years now, he'd probably be the guy. <laughs> he'd probably be the like for instance, if he'd only been dead for two years. Is, that, yeah. is there a, is there a certain the amount
0: guy. of years that's to cut off?
1: Yeah, I think it's four. I think okay. it's funny, funny. Dead four years. Nah, you can't be considered. Probably. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> I think that's in the Constitution somewhere. The Good and Plenty Clause has that, I think. Um,
2: the Harvard study, by the way, uh, we were talking about it, is pretty amazing. We said it hit it right at the end of radio. But they're saying um, this is an interesting thing that happened. They're saying that when Trump was against actual conservatives who had a chance to win, the media mm-hmm. covered him very positively. Really? And when there were no when it was only him versus a Democrat, the media completely huh. turned on him. And to the point of like an almost an exact X, (laughs) this graph, look at that. I mean, tanking from the positive news, uh, increasing dramatically now uh, on the uh, negative news. And in fact, when it comes to uh, things about his character and his policies, a 10 to 1 ratio against him now with negative comments, because um, some of this is still horse race. So people, when and they say horse race, you know, you're talking about, like, well, who's going to win, who's going to win, who's going to win? And some of that mm-hmm. stuff, he'll still get some positive coverage if he has a good poll. Uh, Rasmussen is the one polling agency that's really polling him well, for whatever reason right now. I don't know, I, you know, I don't is know. that the one that has him four behind? Four uh, points? No. Uh, no. That, well, I mean, you consider that a good poll? I mean, that's, that's the best of his other polls, basically. He's, yeah. You know, he's between, like, I would say three and 12 behind in almost every poll. Rasmussen actually mm-hmm. had him leading, though. Oh, really? Yeah, Rasmussen has had two Bye. polls in a row showing him leading. Really? Yeah. Now, they're the only, it's the only pollster doing it. Uh, uh, the, the stat, I wow. believe, I think Eric Erickson wow. uh, went through this to, this today. This year, 2016, head-to-head Clinton-Trump. Uh, uh, Trump has led eight of 70 polls. Um, however, four of the eight were Rasmussen polls. Um, so I, I don't know mm. what Rasmussen's seeing there. I don't know what why that's happening with them only. Remember, Scott Rasmussen isn't even there anymore, so I don't really know anything about – I mean, Scott Rasmussen was the guy who put that together and had really good results at one point, but he's no longer with the company, so right. I don't know what they're doing at this point. It's interesting that they're finding different results than everybody else, though, because the other results are – you know, because I think Rasmussen is largely robocalls, But live interviews, other robocalls and Internet polls are all showing Trump losing dramatically, uh, either by
1: a decent margin or a huge margin. You know, what's interesting on a somewhat different note is to see we're watching the breaking news of the Clinton speech right now Um, to see Sanders and Clinton side by side at this uh, speech of hers today on CNN. Yeah, uh, they are now apparently uh, they put put aside their differences and they're they're working together to gain the presidency. It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. I will
2: say, you know, the sign of the Trump campaign getting a little bit more professional as they've been doing this, the Trump campaign has been tweeting out all the really bad Mm -hmm. things Sanders said about Clinton, which is a smart general campaign tactic that any competent campaign would do. And it's a good sign if you want Trump to win um, that, you know, at least they're doing something here. Right. Um, It does seem like they're, I don't know engaged in the campaign now
1: yes you know like it it seems
2: like they're actually
1: doing it might be a good idea if you want to win to engage in the campaign you know it hasn't been so far i know has not been i know that's not been the pattern um but continuing to continuing the theme of the news media suddenly doing a better job than they did the whole campaign they're finding things that have been there all along but they're just now finding them and playing them um, here's something that was uh, actually produced by Business Insider, some of the controversial le- uh, leaders that Donald Trump has praised during his presidential <laughs> run. <laughs> kind of fun.
3: Kim Jong-un. And you got to give him credit. How many young guys, who was like 26 or 25 when his father died, mm-hmm. take over these tough generals, and all of a sudden, you know, it's pretty amazing when you think of it. How does he do that?
1: kills <laughs> all the opponents. Yeah, man. Uh, Muammar Qaddafi.
3: We would be so much better off if Gaddafi were in charge right now. If these politicians went to the beach and didn't do a thing, uh-huh. and we had Saddam Hussein, oh. and if we had Gaddafi in charge, instead of having terrorism all over the place, would be at least they killed terrorists. All right. All right.
1: Uh, then you got Benito Mussolini. By the way, his version of terror Tweeted out: It is better to live one day as a lion than a hundred years as a sheep. Of, uh, the it was a Mussolini quote. quote, but you didn't know it was Mussolini when you retweeted you want to be associated with a fascist?
3: Mussolini was Mussolini. It's okay to go. It's a very good quote. It's a very interesting <laughs> quote. And uh-huh. I know it. I saw it. And I know it. I saw it. I know who said it. Uh, but what difference does it make, whether it's Mussolini or somebody else? It's a, certainly a very interesting quote. Wow.
1: I mean, this guy. What difference who
3: said it? I mean, Saddam
2: Hussein and Gaddafi did kill terrorists. And their definition of terrorists is anyone who opposed them. Yeah. That he was murdering their, his own people. And th- they didn't even... Th- the gas thing he's been saying lately. like, oh, what? He threw some gas? Uh, so, so Hussein threw some gas? Everyone gets all upset about it? Threw some gas? That was the way he said it. Threw some gas. Do you see that, Jeffy? Are you looking at that quote? I, I'll give you the exact What was he talking about? He's talking about Saddam Hussein gassing his own people. He threw some oh, gas. Oh, he threw some gas.
1: Okay, killing 8,000 Kurds was throwing some
2: gas? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Good.
2: Uh, and and, and that's the sort of thing. Like you know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, look, you're, you know, why why would you, you know, you know, Hillary Clinton's that's gonna be bad. Man.
1: Uh, I
2: mean, uh, that is a an, uh, completely it's another level than any other politician left or right I've ever seen. Nobody
0: would but ever praises, survive that.
1: Who praises gassing the Kurds? <laughs> uh, or excuses it.
0: Saddam Hussein throws a little gas. Everyone goes crazy. Oh, he's using gas.
1: Wow. Wow. When did weapons. he say that? Were we on vacation when he said that? I think that? he was. Yeah. I think we were on vacation. Is there audio? we got to play that. That's uh, yeah, it looks unreal. Like that. Yeah. Incredible. All right. Well, you know what? More than half of all homes in America are located in what are known as natural disaster danger zones. Yeah. So it means uh, there's a
2: chance a disaster could wipe out everything you worked hard for. But, you know, you, before you worry about your stuff, you
1: should probably worry about, I don't know, your family, yourself. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Mm. So don't be unprepared. My Patriot Supply makes it really easy to build your emergency food supply. If
2: you order today, they're going to give you a four-week supply for only ninety-nine bucks. Now, it's a whole month of food. How do you eat for ninety-nine dollars, Jeff? You can't get month? through an hour for ninety-nine dollars. Oh. Wow. The food is delicious. It lasts up to 25 years as well.
1: So don't wait for a disaster to strike because by then it's too late. Get prepared right now. Yep. Order
2: online right now. Preparewiththeblaze.com. It's preparewiththeblaze.com. Or give them a call.
1: 888-411-5290. There is a limit, Jeffy, of two per caller. Sorry, but that's preparewiththeblaze.com. Or you can give them a call right now. 888-411-411-5290. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. As uh, Bernie Sanders officially ended his campaign, yeah, well, this, this is, is an endorsement. Hillary right? yeah. okay. Clinton going on right now, and it's He's so exciting. Endorsing, um, and they're standing side by side as she's b- doing her speech.
0: Barely seem to be looking at each other for what it's I'm told. Worse. She was uh, <laughs> getting. She looked like she was uh, getting to a uh, screech uh, Screechy screech, mode? screech mode here this afternoon. So she uh, might have been. Uh, I like might it. Might be good I like screech mm-hmm.
2: mode. Uh, the screech mode is always good. It's always good. Uh, and obviously, like you, you knew, this was going to happen. Uh, this was the uh, game the entire time. Sanders you have had, to, had been lost. Yeah. I will say that it may have uh, made the road in the California Senate easier. Um, Sanders staying in. This is something that wasn't talked about much at the time. But uh, the way this the California primary works is you have like let's say you have fifty candidates. The top two go to the finals, which is election day, for ex- uh, for example. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what they did is they had everyone coming out. There was no contest on the Republican side, and there was a big contest, quote-unquote. They kept building it up, saying, oh, well, uh, this Trump-Sanders thing is still going on. Uh, Sanders-Clinton thing is still going on. So the Democratic voters all still came out, all, of course, voted for Democratic Senate candidates. <laughs> and now there's a Democrat versus a Democrat for the first time in a long time. There's no Republican even running uh, in the, uh, in the actual election mm. on Election Day for the Senate. Which, I mean, look, the Democrat was probably going to win anyway, but now they don't have to spend any resources at all, because really, whoever wins is a Democrat. Uh, Kind of an interesting thing that really kind of, you know, it would have been great if, even if Cruz kept his campaign alive just for that, it would have been worth uh, doing. Um, And, you know, it's not too late, Ted.
1: Unsuspend your campaign. <laughs> Can you imagine Ted if we do this? Yeah, I don't care who it is. Just somebody uh, do it. So I know. Some other option. Whether it's Ted Cruz, Scott Walker, someone, please, please ride in on your white horse and save us from mm-hmm. this mess. Uh, new study has shown that when it comes to police using lethal force on suspects, huh? There is no racial bias whatsoever. Yeah. Wait. What? Yeah. Uh, let me read that again. A new study shows that when it comes to police using lethal force on suspects, there is no racial bias whatsoever. What's the source of this? Some, some white guy? Some white police officer? Uh, well, no. A white police officer. The says White it. Times. It happens Thank to you. be a. The KKK Daily? Is that where it came from? Harvard economics professor. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Roland but a
2: white, Fryer. A white Harvard mm, uh, economics it professor. It happens to be
1: a black mm. Harvard <laughs> economics professor. <laughs> Hmm. Roland G. Ford. One of the most
2: respected in the the nation, by the way, and found absolutely nothing.
1: And look, it sounds like, based on the statement, I don't know that much about the study going into it, but he says, it is the most surprising result of my career. So he must have gone into this thinking, all right, I'm going to find all kinds of racial bias, right? Isn't that what that sounds like? Right. And instead, here's what he found. Well, what he Uh, found is, and
2: and this chart here is interesting, because if you look at... Uh, The overall evidence, um, because, you know, with the murder uh, number, actually shooting someone there, he found no bias. What he found was some bias in smaller incidents. And you see these here um, (laughs) things like do. Yeah. Like uh, uh, using uh, pushing into wall, uh, using handcuffs, using hands. um, There's about a 10 percent again like this uh, 10 to 20 percent difference in most cases. I mean, like, for example, they use a pepper spray five times with blacks to every four times with whites I don't know that you can actually take anything out of that um, for, for every 10,000 incidents um, uh, but yeah there's a slight uh, uh, bias as he found um, and I have not gone through all of his um, uh, information to you know see what I you know, think about it but uh, I thought it was kind of interesting that he this so like, what it kind of says is look there seems to be a slight bias uh, towards uh, using some of these tactics against uh, black uh, people in general. Although he But he found it was murders, say, not at all. Not was, and well. he said it was the most surprising yeah. thing, um, result of his entire career. It's amazing. Uh, he looked at 1,332 shootings between 2010, or 2000 and 2015, 10 major police departments, all the big cities. Um, and the uh, officers were more likely to fire their weapons without having first been attacked when the suspects were white.
1: Um, wait, what?
2: Let me read that one more time. Okay. In officer-involved shootings in these ten cities, officers Mm -hmm. were more likely to fire their weapons without having first been attacked when the suspects
1: were white. Wait, I, I, I'm not understanding. Oh, I'll probably just say it one I more time, just so you guys know. Yeah, he's.
2: Um, i Maybe I didn't. I'm not phrase getting that What exactly. you saying here? Because in officer-involved shootings in these ten cities, officers right. were more likely to fire their weapons without having first been attacked
1: when, when the suspects were black people. Were white. You seem to be saying the wrong thing every time. that's actually kind of what he thought when he looked at the results and said no that's just Um, unbelievable so
2: this is we talked about this study yesterday as part of the harvard professor from the national review and one of the most respected guys about this and Uh, usually you know again he went into this thinking he was going to find a huge bias and didn't and didn't kind of amazing yeah um although joe biden
1: doesn't agree he still says institutional racism still exists among police well here's the thing Biden and Obama will never agree no because way. they don't give a rat's ass about the facts. They don't care about actual facts in front of their stupid faces. They will continue to push their agenda no matter what. No matter what happens, they will continue to incite uh, this problem. Agreed. They will continue to make it a mm-hmm. problem when it apparently isn't one.
2: Biden uh, said what does matter is that frustration that exists in African-American community of the institutional racism that's been around mm-hmm. forever and ever in the United States it still exists. And the application of some of the laws has to be addressed. And it's real. Mm-hmm. Some of the police mm-hmm. organizations that I met with today and president mm-hmm. uh, met with acknowledge that. So there you go. Al Sharpton is asking about gun rights. Uh, are they only for whites? Yes. It's an always important question that Al Sharpton gives. Yes, and it's it. always an honest question. when yeah, Al Sharpton oh, asks yeah. one. He's an honest
1: broker. You he, know that. Here's Al. It looks like you, not Al. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's, that's, that's me bad. right there. That's not Al. That's, uh, no. uh, we were wondering about Al Sharpton. So we, we do not have Al Sharpton? Both us? of them were we right killed
3: it. by mm-hmm. police based on they had gun. Now, I miss the NRA, NRA coming out defending their gun rights mm. that they legally had. Where that's right. is the NRA now? Where is Wayne Pierre now? Do you have a Second Amendment right? Or did you not get down, Mr. Pierre, to the 14th, 15th, and 16th Amendment? Maybe you mean the Second Amendment of for whites only.
2: Uh, hmm. This is a point that liberals think is clever. Um, you know what? I bet those people would, wouldn't be for gun rights if black people had guns. Um you're completely wrong. That's not a clever point at all. I want black people to have guns. In fact, Man. I encourage them to get them. I, it's their right is to What he get
1: wants the NRA to do? I, I, I don't know. I, what does he? Know. Hey, we're glad that guy ha- had a gun and shot people with it. When have
2: they ever done that? No, that's not what they do. Well, that's, uh, but I mean, it's not like every person on the left that thinks they're clever and funny makes this point. It is a terrible point. You do mm-hmm. remember there is an organization. I think it was in Houston that actually was going into the inner city and buying guns for inner city black people who were in high crime areas so that they could defend themselves. Mm-hmm. We should check back in with that group. I wonder how that went. I haven't heard anything about it. Obviously, if it, was, if it went badly, we would have heard about it constantly. Um, but uh, I haven't heard a word about it. I could completely encourage those things. Every black person that is a law-abiding citizen and can legally get a gun should get one if they want it. You shouldn't be forced to get it, but if you want one, you should get one. You know why? Because the Second Amendment covers black people. That's why. Period. I encourage them, uh, any black person to go get a gun. You should get one. It's awesome. It's great.
3: Stu, I see what you're saying is that only
1: black people can have guns.
2: No, it's not. I'm saying the opposite. What you
1: are saying no, ow, ow. is that only white people are protected by the Constitution.
2: (laughs) No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying the opposite. Everyone's...
1: What you're saying is that only white people should be protected by the (laughs) police. (laughs) Right? Right? No. I know what you're saying, you and know Al what? knows what no. you're saying. No. and it does. You're so you know transparent under his steely gaze. I, I don't know. You it know is. who else knows who, what we're saying here? I do know who. Uh, of course, beauty queen <laughs> Miss Alabama. Miss Alabama. She she knows. This <laughs> is <laughs>
2: unbel- I heard some of this this morning, and I it's unbelievable. It's, it's actually unbelievable that someone would say this publicly. That's not like <laughs> yes. complete like. In the new Black Panther Party. Like, this is a yeah. person, Miss America, like, the last thing in the world you're supposed to be is, you know, super controversial. Right. She's Miss Alabama. Well, I mean, there's uh, been plenty of people getting in trouble for that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Vanessa Williams, uh. she took hot, naked pictures, like, years before she was Miss America. And everyone's like, oh, she can't be Miss America anymore. And in fact, didn't they did they strip her of the castle? Yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Uh, now uh, this is another
0: age. That was uh, a huge now, mistake, right. too, because yeah. that, that, that penthouse uh, spread was... Family friendly.
2: Anyway. Okay. So we'll we'll address that with
0: Jeffy while you watch this clip
2: from Miss Alabama.
4: I'm just reaching out to everybody because I'm just leaving church. And um, I prayed a lot about everything that's happened this week. And I can't Mm. stop replaying the image of these men being killed Mm. in my mind. And my heart weeps. But I think more than anything, I'm Mm. dealing with a bit of guilt. Because.
2: Don't say it. Because. Don't say it. Just
4: I don't a, feel. please I stop. don't feel sad. What? For the officers that lost their lives. Oh. And I know that that's really not huh. my heart.
1: Is that what happened when you prayed? That I you value, didn't feel bad for them?
4: I value human life. Mm-hmm. You do. But.
1: But. You shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have Facebooked this. And
4: I want no. to feel sad for them, but I can't help.
1: You can't help it.
4: But feeling right. like the shooter was a martyr. Oh,
1: oh my God. God. And I
4: know God. it's not the right way to feel because yeah. nobody deserves to lose their lives. And I know that those well, officers have families yeah. and people who love them yeah. and that they didn't yeah. deserve to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right. I'm so torn up in my heart about mm-hmm. seeing these men. Mm-hmm. These black men being gunned down in our community—that I can't help.
2: Yeah, boy, what, what community? Boy, uh, not Dallas. All uh, over.
0: Uh, still. Uh, hey, and also, all over America, neither in, none
2: of these incidents were in Alabama either. Uh, at least the recent ones. I don't know. All
1: why. of these black people being gunned down—I am. We're talking yeah. so frustrated, and it's—and it makes me infuriated. The just the lie that is continually perpetrated.
2: I know this is why it's hard to hear what Glenn was talking about today. Yeah, I I just such a
1: lie to begin with. Take
2: responsibility for something I didn't do and also isn't true,
1: and isn't being (laughs) done. (laughs) Really, I mean, are there bad actors in the police forces? Yeah, of course. Do bad things happen? Yes, but Mm -hmm. to both races. Yep. And by the way, far more double, at least double the uh, people killed by police are white people. And there's no racial
2: bias in the shootings, as we just found four, out from the Harvard four, study. Right, no racial um,
1: bias in the shootings, and only 4%
2: of them are unarmed anyway. And again, we are in a country wow. of 320 million people. If every single shooting of an unarmed black man was because of race, which there it is absolutely not, but let's just say they all were, we almost got to three dozen. Three dozen in a country of 320 million people is 34, 35, 35, 35. So, again, 35, it would be 35 too many. However, it's not true either. There were not 35 uh, racially uh, motivated murders. Now, look, one is too many, but we can't. We are not a society capable of of eliminating every person from doing something bad to someone else, just like. We don't sit here and criticize, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, the secretary industry. Every time a secretary goes and murders somebody, we don't do the same thing happens with 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 a cop. Mm -hmm. It's not what we do. You don't blame the industry because of one bad person. Is there an issue? I mean, you know, if you want to believe that study. Uh, all the way to the bottom of it, you might find that, look, maybe things aren't being handled the right way. There might be other explanations. We don't know. I don't know the methodology of the study well enough to be able to comment on that. Uh, But still, you get to a point where the base assumption of what Black Lives Matter and what comments like this are based on is completely false. So how on earth can you have a conversation and listen and say, wow, I feel really bad when none of it is true? That's not to say,
1: you
2: know, when I say none of it is true, I mean, the generalized argument is not true. Are there incidents where what they're saying has happened? Has happened? Absolutely. No, of Most of more, much more in the past. But I mean, even currently, there are still terrible people who do terrible things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just like there are black people who do terrible things. Just like there's every single race, there's somebody who does a terrible, terrible thing. I mean, go back to who was the Virginia Tech shooter? Wasn't he? he was Asian. Asian. I mean, I, are we going to be all mad at Asians because they go around shooting up colleges? No, it's not Asians' responsibility. It's
1: that one a hole. Yeah, it's unbelievable. More patents, stew coming up, I'd say. Oof. Unreal. Stick the beauty patches, pumpkin. Do we have
2: more from uh, Miss Alabama?
1: Oh, Miss Alabama Ooh, is so brilliant. More? So brilliant. You know, she should go from beauty queen to, I don't know, president.
2: Does any part, her as queen. Does any part of you give her a break in that she's
1: saying, I know this instinct is wrong, but I'm having this instinct? No, because you just keep that instinct to yourself. Go ahead and have that instinct and then just keep it in your inside voice. You don't share that with everybody. It's stupid. It's it's absolute insanity that this guy who killed five police officers in Dallas is a martyr. No, keep that to yourself. Right. I'm trying to
2: think about the equivalent, but I can't. I I am not. I cannot come up with them. But if like if a right wing guy went and shot a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. um, but he agreed with you on taxes. Are you like, oh, well, you know, part of me thinks he was right on taxes. And I do. I do Mm -hmm. think he's a martyr for the lower tax rate. However, uh, you know, I, I don't think that's probably well, the right thing to do. It would think. be like
1: us excusing uh, Randolph, what's his, what was his name? The, 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 right, the yes. abortion. Uh, run, longer. Rudy, run, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, some people did. Well, I guess. you know, I guess I, like I, he was fighting against abortion. Right, never. No, yeah. well, I mean, that was the same as the guy from. Uh, but there were people who did do that. Um, yeah. I never, I don't know, you know them. I never heard them. But if the, there are,
2: that was the big story at the time. Um, was the run Rudy? Because he was run Rudy. Yeah, run, that's Bumper yeah, stickers. Yeah, yeah, right. right. People wanted him to get away with it or something. Unreal. Um, that, but I, th- I think that was overstated. I don't think there was a lot of people who did that. Certainly not public figures. <laughs> yeah, no. I remember. Oh, uh, but uh, Eric, Eric Rudolph. Eric Rudolph. Derek Rudy, um yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, I wanted him to fry for that. Yes. But here's more of uh, Miss Alabama and her thoughts.
4: I can't help but feel. Like, I wasn't surprised by what the shooter did to those cops. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of us feel the same way. And I know that I it's that. not right. And I definitely don't condone violence, but I'm sick of but this. And I'm sad and I'm hurt. She's sick, sick of, of what? And maybe some of you have exist. some insight or some comfort or words to offer. Because I know that the people who know me know my heart. I definitely do not condone violence against innocent people, but
1: well, yeah, but you do. I'm yes, sick you do. of this. You're doing it right now.
4: I'm sick of this, and something has to be done.
1: I'm sick oh, of it, too.
4: What,
2: sick something of was done. like you. Something was done. A cop, about five cops were killed. Yeah. I don't know so, what else to say. There you go.
4: It's a lot to deal with, and I know I'm not the only one feeling like this. Wow, talk about you're so not. So I'll be anxious to see. What some of you... No, you're not. How
1: you feel. I think you're... I feel like you're in And what you're dealing with. Yeah, I think you're... I'm dealing with a lot of anger against you, Pumpkin. uh, Because you're a buffoon. It's pretty bad. I I, I just... Why don't you look into the facts? Why don't you at least... Look into the facts and find out what you're talking about. This is the problem I have with with the
2: this movement in general is it's not yes, based it's on anything. it's based
1: on a lie. Yeah,
2: it's based on a lie. So, like, you know, I, while I, under, I, like, I can relate certainly to uh, another human mm. being feeling emotion in a stressful situation, mm. I get that. It looks like she really is heartbroken over this, but she's heartbroken over something that is based on a, a, a falsehood. Mm-hmm. Um, that cops are constantly targeting African-Americans. If that were occurring, maybe you could understand this emotional reaction. And she, again, she is at least <laughs> acknowledging it's, it's an emotional reaction and it's not the right thing to feel. But it's like, it's not even true. You're reacting about something that's not even accurate. I mean, even if you take the other um, st- the study completely at its word, don't question it at all, is a, a 17% increase in police interactions... Um, that become more physical. could be explained by many different things. But let's say it is racism. That would be terrible, and it should not happen. However, a 17% um, uh, increase in um, a slightly more... And those are you saw the categories. There are slightly more physical interactions, but nothing like murderous. Um, that would not still justify shooting cops. I mean, I, mm-hmm. even if uh, it were more uh, real than what what it is, you still wouldn't have anything close to being able to justify this. We all, you know, we all feel, you know, the media, I really do think, beats this into the heads of not just black people, but white people and everybody. Yeah. There, Pretty much everybody seems to think that there is this huge problem with police officers taking out unarmed black people. And the argument seems to be, well, uh, is it just... Uh, you know, a bunch of bad cops, and a lot of them are good, or is it all bad cops are just bad? Actually, like, there's an incredibly small percentage. It's in, it's it's a small enough percentage that you can't manage it, that do things like this.
1: And, and the a weird thing is, everybody blames this on, a, a, as the catalyst, the Baton Rouge shooting right. of a black man and the St. Paul shooting. Well, this happened in Dallas, Texas. That would right. be like... An abortion clinic, clinic bomber, uh, uh, who who was pissed off about abortions in Atlanta, going to Omaha, Nebraska, and bombing a hospital where they don't perform abortions. It has these guys had nothing to do with the incident. You're just killing doctors at that point. I I don't care if they're abortion doctors or not. I'm just going to kill them. Well, what sense does any of this make? None. It, it it's just so far beyond any sort of reason that it's, it's hard to even discuss it. Yeah. Fresh. But we did. And we did. I think with deep, yeah. deep rational thought.
2: Yes. Thank you. And that's because that's what we do here on Pets. That's exactly what we do. And
1: there's more of it to do coming up. In
2: uh, like, for example, when you talk about rational, uh, Rachel tweets, uh, I think she just mixed up the words murder and murderer. They do sound oh. very similar. They're kind of They're similar. they very similar. They both start with M. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got and get a r- 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 in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore
2: all right uh jeffy segment is brought to you by nobody jeffy
0: <laughs> uh first of all we did not discuss me doing this segment and yeah we did uh, actually we did it for every show i've not been able to prepare one when black men are being killed all over the country <laughs> by police officers it's i been, can't even think what? i can't even think about preparing an episode until <laughs> you fix that injustice is that Thank what you're you? saying Thank okay. you. you are you I mean, literally literally make light of it.
2: Not even in the Joe Biden sense. You literally have one assignment per day. One. Nothing else that you do
1: is asked. Are you asked to do I'll by this something.
2: company? And I want talking, you to find, I'll find something.
1: something. I'll find something. Keep you'll talking. We have like two minutes. Find something. I'll find something.
2: <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> the worst. I mean, I, I can't even describe. How horrible a worker you are. It's it's impossible. Yeah. I, I mean, go ahead.
1: What do you got? The only thing worse, you know, than this <laughs> are the dead bodies out in the street. <laughs> Thank you. From the lack of health care in this country. Thank you. And the dead bodies of minorities piled up from the police. That, shootings. Which is what I was just saying. Yeah. It, it's, those, are the, those are the only two things worse uh, than you.
0: Now, we so, can talk a little bit about uh, uh the movies, though, uh, because you movies? said that you saw some movies uh, over this past weekend, and I was looking at uh, yeah. uh, Finding Dory, mm-hmm. uh, now the highest-grossing film from 2016. Wow! Really? No, it isn't. $422.5 oh my million. my gosh. Dollars. That's a good good business. amazing. The uh, kids' movie business is a good business. Wow, that's really uh, good. And it wasn't even number one this what? last weekend. What was number uh, one? I mean, uh, it was... Tar- no, was um, it Tarzan? No, Tarzan was two no, it was uh, a dog's pet... The, Dogs oh, uh,
2: Secret Life oh. of Pets. Yeah. I've got he zero. That. And zero then Tarzan was two I know oh, it's
1: kind of funny. Have you no, seen I the uh, Have you, you see- know, Tarzan's pretty good. Wait, it, you- I mean, it's not pretty good. It's it's so- sort of okay.
2: Oh, so you saw Tarzan. I
1: saw Tarzan. Oh, uh, sort Tar- of okay. It's sort of okay. Not a not a great review. It's not. I mean, it's probably better than it's being reviewed because oh, I think only thirty five percent of critics liked it or something. Maybe seventy some percent of really? the audience, which is pretty low. But yeah, that was number two at twenty one million uh it has but it has the added advantage of having uh what's her face in <laughs> margot robbie oh my she plays jane oh my I mean, I, you can't look directly at that. No, it's not you easy. You can't look. She will burn the retinas out of your eyes. You, uh, and as I, I've been and pitching for a while, it's Jeffy, real. You need to see Wolf of Wall Street. I started watching. It, I figured out. Yeah, I told you I, I, that would be dangerous. No, you no, can't. Not, you, that, can, you, I, can't. You, you, you can't. Could
0: you could put that through your little vid angel, and, yeah, be, be going, <laughs> and the there'd Hi, be
1: nothing to see, right? Leonardo
2: DiCaprio. And it's over. <laughs> but that's I, all you get. <laughs> it says
1: Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of in Wall Street, and then Wolf. the closing then credits. credits. Yeah, credits, yeah. That is it. No, I started. I've made it
0: through about uh, thirty minutes or so, you but made I know through. yes because I know now I, why I can't, can't watch it because I cannot take Leo anymore.
1: This oh, is Leo drives me out of my mind.
0: I this can't take him anymore. Was I was literally,
1: literally no, I love it
0: built for jeff fisher. Yeah, I love it. It's I non-stop lo- drug use, yeah. sex,
1: mm-hmm. greed. I, no, I love it. Mm-hmm. But it's
0: just I can't get past Leo. I mean, I've got plenty He's of movies so with drugs good and in sex it, too. He's so good in it. I got movies rode up the movie with drugs is and so sex. So
2: good. Like again, like I'm trying to sell to Jeffy saying it's nonstop <laughs> drugs, sex and greed. In reality, <laughs> not- it's an amazing true story that they yeah. that they it's funny uh, but it's got it's it's, it's leo uh, it's man i dark, can't get past it's, it's past terrible at times but it's it's really well done and what's her face is in it
1: yeah holy cow yeah.
2: <laughs> how do you not i saw holy by the way cow.
1: uh purge election year oh was
2: that good cuz uh, yeah. you
1: really like that series right
2: I, it's yes i really like that series a lot it's it's uh, uh it, i thought it was probably the best one i mean i think it's wow. one of, it's one of those weird series that's getting better with age all three of them they i've liked a out, lot though, a little bit but they're also getting a little bit more money yeah. you know and you know i mean the first one had ethan hawk in it which is probably the,
1: you know, the most known actor race. of the entire yeah. series
2: but like they they, they invest a little mm. bit in the actors in this one like it's pretty well done and it's mm. it's scary it's dark uh you know at times it's a little bit another movie that
0: where you're going to enjoy the credits yes yeah. you <laughs> would well you wouldn't even get the credits on this one <laughs>
2: is it just the
0: f-word and gore lots of
2: violence ones. lots of scary violence and yeah. gore yeah sure.
1: Back, Pat and Stu. Uh, since Jeffy brought up the movie situation uh, over the weekend, I've been looking at it, uh, to see what the movie situation was this weekend. Secret Life of Pets made over a hundred million dollars, hundred and four yeah. million. That's that's impressive. Uh, Legend of Tarzan was number two at twenty one million, followed by Finding Dory. In its fourth week out, it made over twenty million and it's up to four twenty three. I think you mentioned that. Mm, yeah. That's a lot of money for isn't that it's it's essentially a finding Nemo sequel. In
0: fact, Secret Life of Pets uh is now the uh best opening weekend of all time in US theaters for an original, not a sequel for uh
1: cheese. Is it really? Wow. That's amazing. That's that's impressive. Then something called Mike and Dave need wedding dates. I don't know anything about that. R-rated, like uh, comedy. Um, I, they were I've along heard the com- lines of Wedding Crashers, or I heard it compared to Hangover.
2: I have oh, not seen it, okay. but it's like you know, a sex comedy. I would yeah. say
1: R-rated sex comedy. Then you saw the Purge election yep. year, which mm-hmm. is uh, fifth and made twelve million. It's up to fifty-eight million. The thing about the Purge movies, they don't cost anything to yeah, make. I think it cost. It was only ten million.
2: Yeah, $10 according million. to this, yeah, ten million dollar
1: right. budget. It's at fifty-eight million already, and it's only out for two weeks. So that's going to... Yeah. Those are just... That's a money-making machine. I, I like those better than
2: some other like quote-unquote horror movies because it's it, it, like it's got a political
1: yeah. backdrop to it. Like yeah, with it's, it's got some meat to it. Policy of the Purge, yeah. It's got some meat to it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. On, yeah. Uh, if Angel is still around by the time this comes out on DVD or whatever, I, I would definitely... You could easily go back and watch the second one or the first one. True. Um, I mean, there. Yeah.
2: you know, you couldn't... It's, it's an interesting concept because, you know, the policy itself is so utterly
1: ridiculous. Like, I mean, you know, to, to, the yeah, policy, the one, if you don't know. one day a week... Or no, one, one day, day a year. One night a year. One night so, a year. It wouldn't be a, a day a week. That would be a, a bad policy. <laughs> That's a Jeffy probably. policy. <laughs> yeah. One night per year, you can kill anybody you want. Yeah, you can do any crime you want, supposedly.
2: And, you know, so, like, obviously there's always issues. You're like, well, wouldn't, wouldn't someone just blow up every building and they'd lose, like, a, a trillion dollars in real estate once a year? Like, and the answer to that is yes. Probably
0: would, I guess. And Although, technically, I can, every day you can do whatever crime you want.
1: Yeah, but they claim right. That's the movie premise. The movie premise is that blowing off the steam this legally this one yeah. day year keeps crime down the rest yeah. of the year. In right?
2: theory, the country theory. got so bad. The quote unquote new founding fathers and like I, I'm sure it's liberal filmmakers. Surely they mean. The Tea Party took over or Donald yeah. Trump took over. I always yeah. think about it, It's like the purges. The purge series is actually my best case scenario of a Donald Trump presidency. Like if, if that's all that happens, I'm like, oh, wow, great. Um, but uh, th- I'm sure they thought, you know, they're thinking to themselves. I mean, the election year was it was the purge election year. Keep America great. It's like it's almost like they went through Trump became president. They made it great again with a purge. Let's keep it great. Um, So, like, they're playing right into the election thing here, uh, which probably would bother me more in any other Mm -hmm. year. However, you can watch this movie, this whole series, and see it completely, if you know history, if you know progressivism, it's like George Soros took over the country. And, I mean, think Mm -hmm. about eugenics. I mean, a lot of the themes that play out from early progressive eugenics... Play out through this movie. It's like, if you had the idea where, well, we could make uh, violence legal once a year, who's going to win that battle? Well, all the rich people will have all their fancy weapons. They'll go into the poor areas and kill all the homeless people, and then we won't have to feed the stupid homeless people. It's eugenics. It's wow. freaking yeah. eugenics.
1: Yeah. Um, and it is... Uh, Do you know the political lean of I the producers? Surely, just
2: guessing from Hollywood, it's a liberal. But, Probably. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's not overly clear... Um, I think it seems to be made as if they could say it could go either way, although every once in a while, as a guy who sits here and talks about politics all the time, you get little hints that it 's like okay yeah they they mean that the probably the right is the bad guy uh however it 's not the it 's not the right that you know it 's the ridiculous honestly it 's like a parody of donald trump right it 's like this populist like um you know we don't like immigrants, we don't like, um, you know, people who are poor. It's sort of like a parody of what even Donald Trump is. However, of course, that's not at all how I see, um, you know, conservatism. If you're somebody who's actually studied uh, our founders and understand, uh, you know, the early uh, progressive movement and how that went, I mean, you know, if you know anything about Margaret Sanger, she'd she'd be in the freaking cabinet of this government. Definitely.
1: Oh, yeah. Now, do you know anything about the political lean of the person who did the documentary, the... uh the starveumentry. Do oh. you know anything about the lean of that? I do. Um, the producer? lean is
2: the lean is fat.
1: Fat? He's, yeah, he oh, leans okay. fat. Uh, strong. So he's not lean. No, he <laughs> leans unlean. <laughs> he leans
2: unlean. <laughs> okay. Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, we did this on Wonderful World of Stew, and we we're thinking of something to do. I actually, mm. the, the impetus of this, and he co- talks about it a little bit here. We're going to show it in a second. The impetus of the starvumentary was. The Weird.
1: McDonald's sort of thing, where the guy ate at McDonald's for 30 days? Well, no, no, no. You remember that. That was yeah. uh, the guy who, he's on CNN
2: show now. And that yeah. was actually yeah. a pretty good documentary. It was. It was. Morgan yeah. Spurlock, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But this was, no, Glenn, in that room, the, the Oval yes. Office, talking about, I'm old, I'm fat, oh, yeah, yeah. and it's never going to get any better than this. Right. He screwed with my head that day. There was another incident, too, where we did, and you haven't seen this yet, I don't think. I don't no. think you have heard any of this. Uh-huh. No. But we did a, um, I won't give you too many deals, but like a look back as to like a bunch of the moments from the blaze oh, and, and they played a couple of them and a we all looked much younger oh good uh, but also a lot thinner a lot thinner. Uh, and it was yeah. it was I will, was it gun to your head sort of material that, that's how
1: i felt afterwards i i was like holy crap i've got to change my life i was too and then i didn't <laughs> and then i went home well yeah but well, then we went home <laughs> and so did I and for then a i while. started
0: eating again <laughs> i went home and, and so. had my ice cream and went damn i've got to change this. i've got to change <laughs> yeah. me too yeah. So and with I, every I, bowl of ice cream since, I keep thinking, <laughs> I this got, this got to change. i
2: got to change. And the box of donuts we got the other day. Right. Uh, we, I thought ah,
1: after that. I uh, got right go. after this box well, of donuts. The
0: farther away you get
2: away from seeing it. Right. I mean, what no, do you it's, and do? it's true. And, and so we had this vacation <laughs> coming up. And uh, it was a fairly long vacation. And I started thinking, like, if I let this thing ride all the way to vacation, it's going to get really ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I decided, because I've got a stupid show and I need to fill time on it, that I would just basically... Starved myself for a while. Okay. Uh, the result of that, this starve you mentoring. So I've uh, sort of hit my wall. Uh, Glenn did a segment uh, called I'm Old, I'm Fat, and it's never going to get any better than this. I'm old, I'm fat...
0: And this is as good as it gets
2: and I'm sort of realizing that older and getting fatter and the same thing is happening so I've hit my wall uh, and I've decided uh, I'm gonna just starve myself um, I think I ate 5,000 calories yesterday uh, so that's probably not a good plan so I'm gonna stick with the 5,000 calories but I'm gonna spread it out a little bit over ten days this is my star-view-mentory. So here's the plan. Ten days, and I have 5,000 calories to play with. So, I mean, this essentially is a glorified budgeting exercise. All right, day one, meal one. we will off to a good start here. Zach has a request of what restaurant we're going to. Zach, which restaurant do you want to go to? Uh... Uh-huh. Jack in the box. Jack in the box. This is going to be really easy. Jack got a sandwich. Easily. Pancake sandwich. Yeah. Me? Just the egg off of this thing. I did not talk to any doctor before doing this. And the main reason for that is I know they would have told me no. They actually probably would have said hell no. Uh, They would have probably said... No, but they're they're doctors, so they're going to probably be a little more restrained than that. All right, I just had some lunch. Uh, It was the second egg uh, from my uh, egg sandwich collection from this morning at Jack in the Box for another 68 calories. Kind of just ran it by my wife, and uh, she didn't seem to like the idea um, of starving myself. Look, the methods are questionable, but the motivation is good. It's all about you know, doing something to improve your health, to get yourself to peak physical performance.
3: All right, why I, I add exercise?
2: So stupid. All right, I've got a, a rare uh, night at home where I can actually cook, so I'm gonna do that now. Egg whites, the peppers and onions. And basically, literally nothing else. Um, Wish me luck. Uh, I'm gonna need it. Egg white omelets are super low in calories. Um, They're easy to reheat, uh, so you can meal prep throughout the week, and they're the only thing I'm capable of actually cooking. This entire dish is 580 calories. Um, Obviously, I can't eat all of it. I'm gonna divide it up to, I think, three meals, maybe four. See how that goes This might seem a little similar to an eating disorder, but I think the evidence uh, has been built over four decades that I am the furthest possible thing from anorexic. I am to anorexia as Hillary Clinton is to truth. There's a wide gap there. All right, day two. Um, You know that feeling you get when you're. eat a lot and you're just like completely stuffed and uh you just want to die. Uh that feeling is gone uh, after one day of this. When you do something like this, you realize you can't just eat lettuce leaves. You have to occasionally uh, eat something enjoyable. I am uh, currently looking forward to spaghetti squash. It's like my big cheat meal of the day. By the way, uh I thought maybe I should clarify since not everyone's in this world um, spaghetti squash is squash. And, uh, they use a fork to take the squash out so it looks like spaghetti. It does not taste like spaghetti. This is just a scam. Like, they call it spaghetti squash, but it's just squash. Like, they're putting something yummy and delicious like spaghetti in the name spaghetti squash just to make you eat it. But don't be fooled. It's just squash. All right, it's day three. I'm still alive. I'm still chugging. I am uh, I have 4,212 calories remaining entering today to be divided up by eight days. I still, I just don't even understand it. You get in that mode of like, you've just changed your life into something where it's just not happy anymore. Um, you don't try to be happy and you give up on it and it makes it kind of easy. It's weird because here's something you've done every day for your entire life, multiple times a day. And all of a sudden you really can't do it at all. So, it plays with your emotions a little bit. You get a little testy at times. You get a little angry. You get a little hangry. I think that's to be expected, but uh, it does kind of screw with your head a little. Show is over. Day four of this horrible, horrible challenge. I just ate another one of the omelets that I made on the first day. I'm still eating them. Um, and uh, that's the first thing I ate all day. Um, I think I might just go sleepy sleep on this wonderful couch. You know, I I do want to cry, but so far have not, which is nice. Doing a national TV show in this state was really weird because it's hard to focus. There were many times I was on the air and I was saying things and I didn't know where any of it was going. Did I just endorse Donald Trump? I, I don't even know what was happening.
3: Okay, day five.
2: It's starting to be a real struggle now. Um... I'm really hungry. One thing I've noticed about food, um, when you don't eat it essentially constantly, like I normally do, it starts to taste really freaking good. In fact, I've now come to the point, because I woke up with this headache, that I've got Advil. And I'm pretty sure this Advil is even gonna be delicious. I've never craved Advil before, but now I do. Bottoms up. Advil as a food, Is underrated. Uh, There's a delicious sugary coating on the outside of that. And if you kind of swirl it around in your mouth, it feels like you're actually kind of eating candy. And you can't do it too long because eventually you hit the medicine and that does not taste good. Um, But uh, you do have to remember, don't take too many because they are not Skittles. I am currently freaking hungry. Hungry. This is not easy anymore. My... Uh, willpower is fading away fast and I want to eat everything eventually the hunger really starts kicking in and you start to I don't want to say consider cannibalism but you start thinking about it this is day 7 one of my friends is moving out of town he suggested a Mexican restaurant a Mexican restaurant what <laughs> you don't understand Mexican food is my weakness. It is the thing that makes me wake up every day and get out of bed. I am against illegal immigration, but I would completely open the borders if it meant we would lose access to queso. This is going to be torture. I may need to build a, a wall around this restaurant to prevent myself from screwing this up. Basically, the only thing you could do is you take one chip at a time, and you bring it back to your plate. And then you take that chip, and you break it into multiple other chips. So it feels like you're eating lots of chips, but they're just a little smaller, you know? And then you take each individual tiny piece of chip, and you dip it just in the edge of the queso. And then, of course, you order a salad, and you take the cheese off, and you take the tortilla strips off, and you take the avocado off, and you take the meat off, and you take everything off, so you're having another bowl of lettuce. I'm not day eight of this stupid thing. Uh, I've had um, uh, like 100 calories all day, and it's like 4 p.m. Um, and we just went into this place called Bucky's, just opened. It's like a Walmart-sized convenience store um, with literally every food on the planet. All, all of it look fresh made, and all of the smells just swirling throughout the place. It was the it was the biggest challenge of my lifetime. I I have not had a very difficult life. All the great people in history have had moments like this where you're up against the wall where it seems impossible to go on. You'll never be able to scale that hill. That that was me going to Bucky's. All right. I legitimately don't feel very good. I'm um, a little lightheaded, really tired, really hungry. It's day nine, I think. Um, just trying to not fall asleep. <clears throat> In the middle of the day? One
4: little one. Sucks.
2: 200 calories today. I just had some popcorn. It was the best popcorn I've ever had.
0: All right. It's day 10.
2: It's not easy. Close to the end now. Uh, but, you know, I will say, here's a couple of things I noticed. Number one, it's important to drink a lot. Um, which is, after this experience, what I want to do, except with alcohol. But drink lots of zero-calorie calorie beverages. Uh, load up on them. Um, drink them even when you're not really thirsty. You're going to be in the bathroom all the time, yes. But do it anyway. Secondly, your... I and mean, this is a general statement about this past 10 days, but... Your body changes. It's like it adjusts. It all of a sudden doesn't care as much. You, you like, actually... Because pretty much all I do all day is think about food, um, and it was like only most of the day. Now, which is pretty amazing to think about. It, um, it was hard. Uh, it was not something I necessarily uh, would rule out doing again, though. Um, if I could eat like this, I don't know, once every few months, I think I wouldn't be such a such a fat ass. Maybe I'm being optimistic Maybe because it was the first time The novelty of it Putting myself through this stupid Starview entry Maybe that helped it along I don't know Um, And surely doctors would say Whatever you do Don't do what Stu just did However You know I lost some weight I feel pretty good Um, And uh, I'm on vacation So now I'm going to put all the weight back on I'm going to do my best to get that going in just a few hours. But hey, 10 days of torture and I'm still fat. (laughs) Yeah. But not as fat. So there you go. I mean, where are you at now? Uh, I don't know where exactly. I, to, I should do that. You don't lie to me. I don't know. I know I've. I have I kept it all off so far. So what happened? Well, well, it's a little bit of a, a falsehood. So a little clarity on that one. <laughs> I lost the 16 pounds. Then I went on a little. We went on a vacation. Right. I gained a little bit back, but then I lost more. I went past the initial 16. and lost even That's more. Like. Then went back on vacation again, and have now yeah. gained back up to six, the 16 pounds. So I'm right around You're there. I don't even? know exactly. That's that's not, not bad.
0: First of all, that's an award-winning documentary. Thank right
2: you. There. See, that's <laughs> a serious that's issues. That's a, what the Blaze I, covers. No kidding.
0: That's award-winning Thank right there. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Jeffy.
2: I would like to I, actually get your opinion on the 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 strategy around it, because I mean, people think of you as a guy. Uh, you've gone through a lot of this. Let's put it that.
0: Way. I definitely have.
2: Yeah, you know a lot. I will say, Jeffy's taught me a lot about eating.
0: Number of times. You.
2: As you can tell, <laughs> thank you. Uh, but you have, in fact, you were one, the first person who told me the uh, the, uh, the eternal truth, the uh, secret, the secret. It is uh, you don't get to be a giant. You don't get to be the fattest guy in the world if you stop eating when you're full. Correct. Uh, you got to power through it. <laughs> and well, so what? Right. You don't worry you about it. finish
0: that, that food. <laughs> order some more.
2: <laughs> I like that. Uh, Super Beats is our sponsor, uh, and I'm sure they're really happy about it. Uh, right now. superbeets uh actually uh, fired up some Super Beats during the entry. Uh, it's entry. It was a nice. Uh, I figured I should get a vitamin or two mixed in to the Starview entry. Um Now, they are rich in dietary nitrates. Uh, lots of energy you get from that. There's all sorts of science behind it with sports. You know, elite athletes use this stuff. Uh, but I use it because, um, well, it doesn't taste like beets. Okay. It's actually delicious. One shot, you get all the nutrients from eating all these beets. Instead, you know, you just get to uh, actually taste delicious black cherry flavor or original with natural apple. Go to stewlovesbeets.com or call 800 951 8896. One of these things will last you a long time, too. So give it a shot. Love the results or your money back. It's 800 951 8896 or stewlovesbeets.com.
1: an absolute climate consensus yes and I'm fed up to here <laughs> with the climate deniers you how about oh you I Stu hate- I and jeffy hate I, I mean, they hate- deserve you know what they deserve to be locked up and their heads yeah. lopped off the only people worse than climate deniers are cops thank you thank you That's Stu. It. Uh, from Brigger University, which uh, they always have some really good stuff. Uh, is it true that 97% of climate scientists agree that climate change is real? Of course it is. In fact, I, 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 I think that understates the fact. Ask that uh, a real question. Right. Let's, uh, let's take a look here and uh, see what Prigger
5: has also to say feel opponents that. don't want you to know um, the precise magnitude of climate change. Because if you did, you wouldn't be scared of climate change you would be scared of losing the benefits of fossil fuels. For example, listen to how Secretary of State John Kerry manipulates the 97% of scientists line. 97% of climate scientists have confirmed that climate change is happening and that human activity is responsible, he said in a speech in Indonesia in 2014. Later, in the same speech, he claimed that scientists agree that the world as we know it will change, and it will change dramatically for the worse. 97% of climate scientists never said any such thing. So Mm. what did the 97% actually say? It turns out nothing remotely resembling catastrophic climate change. Mm. Mm. One of the main studies justifying 97% was done by John Cook, a Climate Communications Fellow for the Global Change Institute in Australia. I love that institute. Here's his own summary of his survey. Cook et al. found that over 97% of papers surveyed endorsed the view that the Earth is warming up and human emissions of greenhouse gases are the main cause.
2: Okay. So where does that go from there? And, and we have some updates on, on this because it's kind of a, it's an interesting thing. And Alex uh, Epsight has been on the show before. Um, he's good with this stuff. Let's see uh, how this one winds up.
5: Main cause means over 50%. But the vast majority of papers don't say that human beings are the main cause of recent warming. In fact, one analysis showed that less than 2% of papers actually said that. How did Cook get to 97% then? First, he added papers that explicitly said there was man-made warming, but didn't say how much. Mm. Then he added papers that didn't even say there was man-made warming, but he thought it was implied. A scientific researcher (laughs) has a sacred (laughs) obligation to accurately report his findings. Cook and researchers like him have failed us, as have the politicians and media figures who have blindly repeated the 97% Mm. claim, to support their anti-fossil fuel goals.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: How can we protect ourselves mm. against this kind of manipulation? Good question. Whenever someone tells you that scientists agree on something, ask two questions. Okay. What exactly do they agree on, and how did they prove it? Mm. It's
2: interesting because I think uh, mm. going into the studies is is a, is a worthwhile exercise to see this 97% number because it's, it's just it's just an easy, like, We shut your down. We shut you down. And you know what? I don't have to make any good logical arguments. I don't need to understand this issue because 97% of scientists. That's always what they do.
1: 97%. 97% (laughs) 97. consensus. 97% consensus. Shut
2: up. And I get that. I mean, it's an easy way to win an argument when you don't know anything about the topic that you're discussing. And and none Um, of them do. No, of course not. Um, So, I mean, you know, John Kerry does at some level. Most of the people you'll see quoting it on Facebook certainly don't. Um, but, you know, OK, John Kerry does, uh, you, you know, he knows it because he has a political interest. It helps him further his mm-hmm. goals of distributing wealth of many, many mm-hmm. things. Global governance is another uh, one of those things. And, and that's the exact words they use in these climate uh, uh, coalitions when they're trying to to manage these things. Uh, but bigger than that is the, the the most simple way to understand how ridiculous this claim is, is the clip we played uh, it was on CNN of Dr. Roy Spencer. On TV, talking to a you know a environmental activist, I and mean, I don't think we have the clip handy, but uh, just to re- quick quickly recap, the climate activist says ninety seven percent of scientists agree. He said, and he is Dr. Roy Spencer, NASA award winning scientist. Th- th- you know his his um, uh, resume is insanely impressive. Okay, unquestionably great. But what he says is he's also known as the biggest, one of the biggest climate deniers in the universe. He's the guy that Rush Limbaugh called his per, uh, the show's personal climatologist years and years ago. He loved this guy. Uh, Dr. Spencer said, the biggest climate deniest, denialist in the world, supposedly, if you ask the question the way they asked the question in the 97% mm-hmm. study, I am in the 97%. He was saying that mm-hmm. him, as the guy they call a huge global warming denier, this, the, the, the statement was so broad that even he was included in the 97%. This is a guy they call a denier and is not even like you know, uh, a, a guy who you'd say, I mean, he's a guy that Rush Limbaugh likes. So that's how, you know, how evil John Kerry would think he is. But yet he, as a scientist, would even be in the 97%. So you see how ridiculous that point is. Um, it basically just is, makes such a basic statement um, that you know that the Earth is warming and that man may be co- may, may be a cause of it. it even if you say most, fifty-one percent is none of these things work out. None of their predictions work out if that's true. Fifty-one percent.
1: Yeah, and uh, James Hansen, who is uh, you know an NASA climate scientist, and he he's been saying since the seventies that climate change is disastrous and it's coming. And first of all, it was. It was going to cause incredible cold. It was going to send us into an, another ice age. Then, of course, later on, he, it became warming. And the global warming was going to kill us. And so in in the 1980s, he predicted that by 2010 to 2020, so we're right now, we're in that period, the Earth would warm 4 to 5 degrees Celsius, which is what, 6 or 7 degrees Fahrenheit? I mean... Are you kidding me? It hasn't come close to that. We've we've warmed 0. 0.9 degrees in the last hundred years. In a hundred years, and so I mean, so far off. Their predictions have been so ridiculous, and almost, and none of them have been right. That it's it's laughable.
2: Yeah, it really is. Um, in fact, we actually looked uh, at this particular testimony. In depth uh, on uh, actually, it was an old episode of uh, the of statistics when we were doing statistics.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you know, it's a little old and I probably look really thin, and it's going to make me do another starvumentary. <laughs> but it's important to look back at it because of not only how wrong his predictions were, mm-hmm. but what the scenarios were that would result in those predictions. It's an insanity how far this guy missed. Watch. In 1988, both Rihanna and global warming panic were in their infancy. Since then, both have piqued the interest of teenagers and scared the hell out of parents. But while Rihanna was still in the crib, Al Gore's favorite scientist, NASA's James Hansen, was in front of Congress, giving testimony that sparked the global warming movement. Hansen laid out three scenarios for what could happen with temperatures in the future. Scenario A, a worst-case scenario, where the world completely ignores his fantastic advice and keeps burning fossil fuels. Scenario B, a slightly less apocalyptic version of doom. And scenario C, his best-case scenario, with the least amount of warming. So how accurate was he? Let's add the actual temperatures and see. As you can tell there was less warming than even his best case scenario. Hansen was wrong, spectacularly wrong, and he was wrong in the exact way that skeptical scientists said he would be wrong. But there's more to the story. Hansen's best case, scenario C, was only supposed to happen if the entire world listened to him. People had to stop driving their SUVs, buy solar panels, and implement some sort of global version of cap and trade that achieved a drastic reduction in carbon dioxide emissions. Instead, the opposite happened. Emissions drastically increase even faster than Hansen predicted in any of his scenarios. I know all this is sort of mind-numbing, but think about it. If Hansen was right, the temperature should have been higher than his highest prediction. Instead, it was lower than his lowest. He literally could not have been more wrong than he was, yet here we are listening to the exact same person who got it so wrong so long ago. In the future, maybe we'll stop hearing so much of Gore and Hanson and their blabbing.
1: And instead, hopefully see a lot more of Rihanna.
4: Yep, you know this.
1: Sadly, that has not been the case. Uh, I see almost nothing of Rihanna and way too much of Hanson and Gore. (laughs) I don't know. I think, yeah, that's
4: true.
2: It's probably true. Um, You might not be hanging out in the right circles for this to happen. Yeah,
1: maybe. Um, Maybe.
2: uh, Interesting. uh, God, it's been so long since we did those uh, only on GBTV at the very end. Right. I I forgot how long ago that was. But, I mean, think about that. Because he was saying, uh, well, you know, emissions will go up a little bit. And if they do, it'll be this temperature. Uh, but if everyone listens to me, it'll be a much lower temperature. Mm-hmm. It was lower than if everyone listened to him, except the, and the emissions went up higher than his worst case scenario. So
1: how does he get away with it? How does how how is it that no one calls him on it and says, are, are, are you kidding me? Have you seen? Did you see James Hansen's predictions from 1986? Yeah, they're so far off from what reality is. How do you give him any credibility? I think it's partially, one of the ways they get out of it is whenever mm. it's an older prediction, because you can't
2: mm. test a prediction they made last week because it's, you have to wait a little while. Yeah. As soon as you get to the point where it's been a while since they predicted it, they say it's an old prediction. That's what they do with the Hansen stuff. They're like, "Look, he got it generally right." Now, look, we've learned a lot since 1988 <laughs> uh, or 86, and you know, uh, look, it's, oh, it's sure we man. now have a much better understanding, and our predictions we're making today are much yeah. more accurate. But he got it generally right. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, it, their he new didn't. thing is, um, you know, how they, we had a, uh, a global warming pause. They tested, they floated the global warming pause for a while. That was one of yeah. the big uh, issues. Uh, yes. And yeah. Now they try to deny the pause even happened. Then they went and said, you know what? The pause didn't happen. Mm-hmm. The oceans were just eating more of the heat than we realized. And of course, this well, should, you should, that should 200 show 200 degrees worth of heat. Right. And that should show more faith. You should have more faith in us because we got that wrong before. But now we understand mm-hmm. it. And we're telling you we understand it now. So you should believe us. Mm-hmm. Their new thing is, actually, it was warming the whole time. Uh, The the temperatures weren't even going down. It was just El Nino. And now 2016, by some estimates, of course, many others are not going to prove this out. uh, But one data set shows it's going to be warmer than 1998 in 2016. And they're both El Nino years. So what, what we really found is that the Earth was warming the whole time. It was just you have to compare only 1998, only to this year. That's their new. That's their new pitch. What?
1: Yeah. All the other years didn't matter. Only 1998 and 2016. They, the years that They matter. have not notified uh, Montana about this global warming. Oh yet. no, really? Uh, the Fourth of July. It was 52 degrees when I was giving my speech at the fireworks display. Well, sure. There's <laughs> 52, 52 on July Fourth. Wow. And windy. I mean, it was so cold on the Fourth of July. It was actually during the day. It was maybe 80, and then. Uh, this cold front moved in in the afternoon. and It dropped like a rock, and was maybe 30 degrees colder. And it was so cold; it felt like the middle of winter. Oh my gosh. Somebody should notify Montana about this global warming phenomenon. Because well, I mean, I'm uh, sure
0: you know, there's going to be pockets of instability around the around yeah. the globe during this. You but- would
1: think there wouldn't be though. If there was this serious, <laughs> catastrophic global warming, wouldn't that be pretty uniform by now? I mean, I, I know there's temperature changes, and you can't confuse weather with climate <laughs> yet they do it all the, the time, time. Mm-hmm. every single time yeah, every some time. heat wave hits see told you it's the hottest ever in the west right now 117 yeah. degrees <laughs> in june in phoenix arizona it's the hottest it's ever been
2: it's like you know, when the, the don't use confuse weather with climate argument is only present when it benefits them. Exactly. Um, It's the same thing with, um, hey, uh, government, get out of my medical decisions with abortion. Um, You just implemented Obamacare. You don't get to say that anymore. (laughs) No,
1: you ass out of my uterus. I don't (laughs) like this government intrusion into my life. The only
2: time they care about government intrusion is that moment. Yeah. Uh, But they will still use it when it benefits them.
1: 888 727 patents too is uh, inevitable. Like Global Warming gonna happen and it's it's man-caused oh, no. oh. just like the chef also man-caused oh.
3: Well, I don't know why you're talking in that
1: particular um, manner. I mean, you should be saving that for Jeff. Just rhymed with the oh. other things I was saying.
2: Okay. Um. So triple eight seven twenty seven back is our phone number. We're talking about. Yeah. I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, this whole Pokemon thing. Like I, I know. I love it, man. It's, it's all I do. It's, it's absolutely it's all I do At our little like local mall, supposedly three hundred people were there playing it yesterday. What? Yeah. Just in, walking around in the Gr- front. Uh, of- uh. 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 Or
1: are you talking about the other the walk? All you, all you, all you could, I, I don't know where it was. It was, oh. what, 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 but, but like, three hundred people were yeah, playing like, Pokemon in one place. Yeah, one
2: place, and they're all walking around. Uh, and it's like it's so I think you have to grunt when you're playing it, right? Isn't that part of it? It's just because every time I see
1: someone, uh, 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 uh.
2: All people related to Jeffy—they're all Jeffys. They turn into Jeffys <laughs> to the point of this. This was posted on Reddit, and again, like, I, I, this is insane. Look at this thing that I guess a dr- delivery driver got uh, as he was making his rounds uh, this week. Uh, this is uh, some—I guess—some message from the delivery drivers, uh, you know, the, the, the dispatcher or something. Which I'm completely mm. filling time waiting for that to come up uh, at this point. There it is. Uh, be aware, kids playing new phone game and walking into street without looking. Jeez, oh, I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, well, uh, you uh, absolutely one hundred percent know this game
1: is going to lead to some death. Oh, no question.
2: But I, I mean, mean it's and look, it's not Pokemon's fault, but it's like right. this idea that you're going to be walking around holding your phone up to see like little cartoon animals. It is a,
0: it's, bizarre. it's I mean, bizarre. I'm sure that the, you know, it's pretty sad that we've got to remind the delivery drivers to watch out for the people walking on the streets. I mean, I know that's cute and everything, but. He should be watching out for people walking in the street anyway. But
2: the point is they're not acting like rational people. Rational people see a car coming and they stop. Mm -hmm. People playing Pokemon walk into the street to catch a freaking cartoon character. I saw,
0: I don't know if we have the, I saw we had another story with the Pokemon. But I saw a video on uh, somebody's Facebook stream yesterday of a lady who was uh, so upset that people kept coming into the store that she worked at. To play Pokemon, she thought that she would end up playing, so she downloaded it and started playing it, and now she hates it, but she's hooked. <laughs> and it was hilariously the- <laughs> sad, but dumb. And, and I think, I, you know, I was reading some, you know, story about this, because I'm, I'm a
2: little fascinated by this at this too. point, because it's like, it's such, it's a new thing, and it's a, kind of a bizarre trend, but they were just basically saying this game is actually terrible. It's, it's a terrible game, but it's just the first game in this genre that's going to be everywhere in our right. lives yeah, it's very new, soon. kind of
1: new technology yeah, or you're something. essentially it's real, a real-life game where you're looking for something how, like did, fake. how does the game decide where the character pops up?
2: Uh, any losers you know? here that are playing it want to tell them?
1: Anyone got the information Anybody know? on that?
2: Anyone want to grunt their way through that sentence to tell me the information?
1: Arr. Nobody? No. Nobody? All right. Nobody wants to stop No tra- plate. Everyone's chimed
2: yesterday. Yeah, they Nobody sure did. Everyone had uh, information yesterday. Nobody has any today. None.
1: No. Hard to hear over the
2: It's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Um, not, 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 I mean, to the point that we're here, the Washington Post has run a story with this headline. Holocaust Museum to Visitors. Please stop catching Pokemon here. Wow, that's... Yeah. Un- I mean, you're going, you're playing Pokemon in the, the Holocaust, Holocaust museum.
1: museum. Come
2: on now. That is essentially the worst thing anyone wow. has ever done outside of the actual Holocaust. It's not quite that bad.
0: Um, <laughs> museum oh, itself... A bit, what what um, did Hitler do? A little bit of gas? What's that? What did Hitler do? A little bit of gas. Yeah,
1: yeah throw a little bit of gas, as Donald Trump would say. He threw a little bit of gas, and now everyone's going crazy. A 37-year-old who's playing this named Angie said, well, it's not like we came here to play, but got to catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, pumpkin. Time oh. to go home and stay there. Well, the yeah, I time. mean,
0: that was the girl that on Facebook that was 20. She was saying, isn't oh, uh, that is how I thought my, I'd be, what I'd be like at 27? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no good... kidding.
2: Wait, c- can someone uh, come out of the... Wow. I know now everyone in this room is like, oh, I've never even heard of Pokemon. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, like, is it one of those things where, like, let's just say we have the Pokemon game and we see a stupid yellow character over here and we're supposed to grab it, right? Right. Is it in the same place for me as it's the same place for Jeffy? Like, and like I don't so... know. You don't know? I'm not
0: sure. You don't it know. It sounded like the way, this, the way that I... I get the okay. explanation... So uh, it's just anywhere. Can I think they... it's anywhere, but I think there's areas for whatever reason, and I don't know the reason, that are where they congregate. So, correct? So some places in different stores, like a uh, corner, like a, area like a, corner, like a garden center. at the
1: at the Holocaust <laughs> Museum. You should no, and, not And
2: that's what the museum's there. Uh, communications director pointed yeah. out. <laughs> Playing don't. the game is not appropriate in the museum, which is no. a memorial to the victims of Nazism. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are trying to find out if we can get the, Muslim, uh, the museum excluded from the game. Um, they're saying now what were they calling a um, the museum is a polka stop uh, where players can get free in game items. There you go. So it's actually I guess a promoted place where you're supposed to go to
1: get stuff. No, amazing. No. Um, usually that is utterly incredible. Not cool. Not not cool at all. Triple eight seven two seven back, more patents too is coming up.
2: So let's give you uh, Government in Action. Um, I love a, Government in Action. Well, I guess this is a... <laughs> love it. Particularly, this one's over in China. Oh. But it's a new uh, University uh, of Water Conservancy, mm. and electric power building, and uh, <laughs> here's a picture of it. What does that remind you of? <laughs> it, it looks like a giant toilet. Yeah, oh, I bet there's toilet. a lot of
0: Pokemon in there, though.
2: Do you think it's intentional? Yeah, you're probably right. you think it's intentional, though? I mean, it, it is a be. water
0: conservancy no. building. Yeah, it might be. It, lo-
2: it does look like a giant toilet. Yeah. Does. And, uh, uh, so there you go. Um, I thought this was pretty interesting from uh, Mental Flaws. Uh, you know how you get these scam emails, like, you know, the ones uh-huh. Jeffy sends out to no. try to get your money and, like, fish for your Social Security number and stuff?
0: No, you mean when people are really in trouble and need money?
2: <laughs> right. Uh, like, you know, the Nigerian prince is the typical one, right? Yeah. yeah. And you get them, and they're so poorly written, right? Like, they're so bad. Like, it's always like, you opportunity guy called me win money now. Right. And it's like, who, why would anyone write it like this? It's mm-hmm. actually, they saying, purpose. intentional. Yeah. Why? Because the people who will actually give money are dumb enough to overlook the really bad grammar. So the problem is if you write a nice fancy letter, you might get people to respond to it, but they're not going go to go all the way down the road and give you money. If you write a crappy letter, most people will ignore it. Okay.
1: But the people who do yeah. respond are so stupid. Should it not tell you this is coming from a, a place where people don't speak English? Right. And this person is trying to scam you now from no, another right. country. Minus the scam, that, minus the scam, it does tell you that.
0: I mean, that it's they're coming trying from to tell another country coming from another country, and they yeah. need our help. The point. How <laughs> they right. need our help?
2: Yeah, the point is though, <laughs> oh, okay. it's a way of weeding wow. out that's smart amazing. people, people who, and you know, smart people. I use a quote: "Some people get whoever gets caught up in scams." Right. Yeah. The people who actually will be the victim of this scam. I think a lot of it elderly do,
1: and of course, yeah. that's yeah. I think I have told just, that story before that near the end of my dad's life, he was. He was always taken in by the uh, publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes thing. I mean, he, yeah. When you say he, taken in, you mean that I he mean, was I mean taken in because- by ordering every, even though it said no purchase necessary, he bought all these magazines. Well, you he, know that they say
0: that, but yeah, if you, you're not going to win if you don't buy that something. That
1: was exactly his yeah. theory. And so my mom <laughs> would continually get the bill from Boy's Life and... And good yeah. housekeeping and all these stupid stupid magazines would come and she'd be like
3: "Stop ordering these
1: no we're gonna win a million dollars and then he would think every time you've made the cut to the next uh the next uh what do they call it the next uh, uh round, or round. Or. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah and and then and so but everybody made the cut cut to the next round yes. and he didn't
2: he did not yeah. gather
1: that. You Maybe
2: gather. he just likes to clean house. That's possible, you know. Um, I uh, I actually kind of went through the same thing at one point in my life as a kid, and got one of the. Pu- it was from Publishers Clearing House, and I remember seeing like you have. It was like on the front of the envelope, and I don't even think they can get away with this anymore. It was like you, you have one fifty thousand dollars. a No star, nothing. And I was, I remember being like, Oh, what? I got it. It actually yeah. happened. Like here it is. Yeah." And you go through, and I'm like, "Look, look!" And I was actually fooled. It was like eight, but I was actually fooled. I thought I actually
1: won the prize. Um, I did not. Well, uh, the other thing that everybody fell for was that uh, penny for twelve albums thing. Oh, I,
2: I made some serious money oh, off of that. Oh, yeah, You're talking I did, about. I did well. Fell with
1: that for. What I was actually,
2: that? What was that called? Columbia movie? Uh, yeah, Columbia, Columbia, yeah. Columbia yeah. or whatever. Columbia
1: House. Club, yeah. I actually did well with that one because I would buy, I would get the twelve CDs for a cent and then yeah. sell them all. And that's either. how I got my first Doobie Brothers album. Thank you very much. One, any. Uh huh. See you tomorrow.